The following shear is recorded, edited, and presented to you by Kol Halashon. We wish you an enjoyable and meaningful time listening. Bearing in mind that this is the last year we have before Chag HaShavuos, it is only natural that we deal with Inyana Diyayma. But before even starting today's year, I start with a tefillah. Let us hope, you know, Eretz Yisrael Niknet B'Yisurim. And we are in difficult times. After a year of Corona, COVID-19, we had this horrific tragedy in Miran. And now we have these barbaric terror attacks and rockets raining down on our cities. Hashem Yerachem. As always, we see miracles, hundreds of rockets and missiles falling on Ore Yisrael and Bor Hashem. Up to this very moment, there wasn't even one casualty. Some people were hurt, but there wasn't even one casualty. Hashem Yerachem. So in the schus of Tfilis, in the schus of Talmud Torah, and in times of trial and tribulation, and Isyanus, we all need to daven and try to do chesed and just be better. So let us hope, and in this coming Shabbos, and this coming Yom we should be able to be sameach bekol aleivav. So today we will be discussing in Yonah de Yoyme, and one of the interesting minhogam of Chag Shavuos is brought in the Ramot, Tov Tzadik Dalat Siv Gimel, so this is primarily an Ashkenazi minhag. We put flowers and greenery in shuls and in homes. Zeichah simchas But the Ramot doesn't explain how is this a zeichah lesimchas In what way? When we examine the early sources, we find big differences in nuances, but very obvious differences in nuances. So the very first source is the Maharil. The Maharil was Avi Minhoge Ashkenaz. And the Maharil Chagashavois, somewhat different than the Ramon, in three different points. The Ramon writes, Isvei Besomim Vishoishanim, flowers and fragrances. He doesn't mention private homes, but in shuls. And instead of Zecha Simchas Matan he writes Simchas Matan One of the earliest and most important sources of Menhoge Ashkenaz is Sefer HaMenhogem Sharab Isaac Tirnau. And he follows exactly in the footsteps of the Maharil. Besamim Simcha Besaknesas, not private homes. Leket Yoisho he was also one of the earliest, a great disciple, a Talmud of Trumas Edition, page 103. He doesn't mention shuls, only homes. Besamim. Number four is the Levush. He was a disciple of the Ramah. He follows in the footsteps of the Ramah. But the Knesses and private homes. Asavim, greenery. He doesn't speak about Besamim. But he explains... So how is grass a zeicha simchas matan Torah? 
because in the area of Har Sinai, there was a lot of grass. And that is how grass is a zeicha lesimchas v'antorah. That doesn't sound reasonable. Sinai is a desert. We don't know where Har Sinai is. The Arabs have a tradition, Jabal Musa, the mountain of Moshe. But that's an Arab tradition. We have no knowledge where Har Sinai is. But it's a desert. But the Ravush writes, if the Ponik says, They shouldn't graze. So what would they graze on? Sheep and cows don't eat rocks. They don't eat sand. So obviously, there was grass. And that is how Shoit Chamasovim is a Zechar Nesimchas Matan Toil. So these were fundamental menogam of Chagashavois. And the Goen argued that If we examine the Goen, it is very clear he did not reject the Minag that I just mentioned from five different sources. What the Goen rejected was Source number six, and that's the Mogan of Rome, Tov Tzadik Danat Sif Koten Hei, the Mogan of Rome brings another minig, that we bring trees into the shul. And the reasoning for this minig is a totally different one, not associated with Har Sinai. It is because Atzeres is Rosh Hashanah Le'ilonois, so we should daven for Peres Ilan, for an abundance of fruit, and that is why we bring trees into the shul. That is a minute that the Mogan of Rom brings. And a Masarav min Agro, Kuf the Goan rejected the minute quoted by the Mogan of Rom. The Chayodom was one of the Goan's greatest admirers. Kuf Ramadar, if you would give an Chayodom Afarachayim, Peites and Chachmas Odom an Yoradeim. He quotes the Goan, the Goan argued, we should reject this minag. In the yeshiva world today, in the Litvish world, they don't, they don't have any of this. And their minig, is based, their minig is based on the Goan, but I think that's a mistake. It is clear, in these two early and important sources, Masarav and Chayodam, the Goan did not reject the minig that's brought in the Rishonim, the Maharil, the Ramo. He only was against the meaning of bringing trees into Shul. And to me it's a pillar. Ocha Shulchan Tov Tzadik Dalet Sivav. Ocha Shulchan writes, Achshov bitlu asaminig shal asovim v'ilonois. V'gedol yesul yodu tam hadova. So this Sif is a big pillar to me. Number one, why doesn't he quote the Goen? He was in Avardo. He was aware. He probably saw the Chayodam. So why doesn't he quote the Goan? And why doesn't he write the reasoning? And he puts together Ilonas and Asavim. In my opinion, they're not the same. Nobody disagrees with the meaning of Shtichas Asavim. So there is no reason why in the Yeshiva world they shouldn't do it. I think the Goan only rejected the other meaning that's brought in the Mogan of Rom. Ilonos. And Why? Because that's Minigagoyim and Fungstein. What's Fungstein? Many mistakenly think that the Goan and the Chayodam are referring to Christmas and the Goyim have their trees. 
and Christmas. I'd say Ashuach. I don't know how it's called that species in English. But the truth is, it has nothing to do with Christmas. Fangstein is Pentecost. And that is a Christian holiday that always coincides with Shavuos, more or less. And the Gohan says, this is Darkehua Moiri, and it's an Isser. And therefore, I think we should analyze the Sugi of Darkehua Moiri. So in Chazal, this prohibition, this Isser, is found in two different expressions. Chukasagoyim, Darkehua Moiri. They're one and the same. Just two different words, two different expressions. And the essence of this Isser is, we cannot follow in their ways, even things that are not of a if it's Avodah there's an Isra of Avodah Zorah. Avuzrayud That's Yerik Valiavar. We're not dealing with Menhoga Avodah But nevertheless, Menhoga Agoyim. So that is sometimes called Darkir Amoyri, and other times Chukas Agoyim. Two different sources in Torah's Moshe, from where we know the Isra of Darkir Amoyri. Rashi, in Avodah Zorah, Aleph, Quotes the Postic in Parshish Mishpotim. Clearly refers to According to Rashi, that is even things that are not associated with Rashi Shabbat Samach Zayin Amadar, of course, the Posuk in Parshas Acharei Mois. Kemas Eretz Mishayim Ashiyah Shavtam Ba Lo Tazu. Uchemas Eretz Kanaan Asharani Mevi Yeshchem Shomo Lo Tazu. Uvachukai Seyem Lo Teilechu. This Posuk doesn't deal with Avodah Zorah, but rather entirely with Darkei Hu Amairi. These are the two basic sources in Torah's Moshe, in which we find it's an Aveda to follow in their ways, to adhere to their customs, and to perform their minhagi. What are the limits? What's Osor? What's Muta? The Yerayim, one of the great Bani Yatoismas, Mitzvah Shin Chov Gimel, has a unique shita, in his opinion, Darkei Amoyri is also only what we find in Chazal. We don't add any new things to that list. Darkei Amoyri is only what Chazal prohibited. But this opinion is a das yochid. All the other Rishonim and Poiskim we find. Major discussions. What are the Kralim? What are the Protim? What's in? What's out? Velo kedivrei sefer hayereim. So what is in and what goes out? Avodah Zorah Yud Aleph Omed Aleph, we find the sugya Sorfin Alamalochim. The custom was in days of yore when a king died, when an emperor died. They used to make a bonfire and burn his garments, his personal items and belongings. And that was, on one hand, an expression of Kvoid Malchus, no one is fitting to use his personal belongings and also an expression and a manifestation of sorrow and grief. And the Gemara says, 
obviously, this is not defined as Chukas Agoyim. If it would be Chukas Agoyim, then how could we do it? Taisus wonders by the Zora Yudalaf and also Sanedrin Umbeis. This sugya contradicts the sugya in Sanedrin. One of Dalad Mises based in is Saif, and there's a machlokes to Yehuda v'Chachamim. Whether we actually do Saif because it's Da'akem Mori Chukas Agoyim, and the Gemara says, but Saif is in our Torah, and the Torah overrides Chukas Agoyim. So why wouldn't we say the same by Sofan al Amalachim? The Gemara quotes the pasuk in Yirmiyahu Lamed Dalad. We will burn your belongings. So Taisvis explains Anything associated with Avoidazora is totally banned. As I explained before. If we find a source in our Torah, then it is permissible. Either Torah Naviyah Maksuvi. But if we don't find a source in Teresenu Agdoisho, then that is Bukhukaseim Lo Telechu. The Ran in Avaidasora writes a big Yisoid, and it's a different approach, and the Ran writes, there are three Dargis in Bukhukaseim Lo Telechu. Once again, anything associated with Avaidasora is totally prohibited. Minogishtus depends. But any Minag that is rational, and sensible, and it has some practical benefit, would never be bechlal lo teilechu. That is the opinion of the Ran. Chuvis Marik Shorish Peches follows in the footsteps of the Ran, and the Ramo follows in the footsteps of the Marik and the Ran. Kuf Ayin Ches in And therefore the Ramo writes, doctors, nurses could wear a special uniform. Yes, it is something we learned from the Goyim, but it's sensible. It's, there's reason to it, and therefore there would be no Bechukesem, lo telechu. So many different sectors in the modern world wear uniforms for various different reasons. Doctors and nurses. It's important when you come to the hospital to know to identify who's a doctor, who's a nurse. People come into your room, understand that they're coming to help you. If there is someone in distress, you know whom to turn to. I think there's another reason as well. Because doctors and nurses need to have sterilized clothes. If everybody would bring his own suit and his own shirt, his own pants from home, how would you know that they're sterile? And therefore, yes, it makes sense. Policemen in the entire world have uniforms. I think that is also important. We need to know to identify the law keepers. I mean, the lawmen. And people that care for our safety, to know whom to turn to, to know to recognize. Soldiers wear uniforms. Once again, they should be able to identify each other in the field. And also, wearing a uniform gives you some pride, gives you some sense of belonging. So the Ramon Damarik writes, that is not Bechukasem Lo Talechuan. Any minag that has reason and logic makes sense is not in Bechukasem Lo Talechu. Probably based on the same Yisai. If it's to your benefit, and it'll help you, it is medicine, there is no Darke Yomori. And the Revusa is, even though it's not really practical medicine, it's not conventional medicine, 
It's not medicine that is accepted by science. It's a zgula. Nevertheless, you don't do it l'shem avoid the zorah. You do it for your health. There is no dachemori. Machloikas rishonim stiras harashba. Is there only rafah beduka, or maybe witchcraft? Even if it's not rafah beduka, if it's mishum rafah, aimbo darkei hu amoyri. And this sugya is discussed at length in your days in Makufayin Tes. Also in Shechan Ochorachayim, Shin Aleph Sif Chav Zayin. So that is the opinion of the Ran. We find this by treating the ill, wearing uniforms, soften al hamalochim. Rabbi Yosef Shonatan Zon, the great Shoyla Meishev, in a Sefi Yosef Das Yordei Shimem Ches, uses the same reasoning to b'miyashem in Yisrael and to reject the opinion of the Gro. When we bring trees into Shul, it's not associated with worship, with das, with religion, with religious ritual. No, not at all. It's kvoid beisaknesis, and therefore there would be no chashash of chuvisagoyim. And the Shonamisha writes, I turned to one of the prime, primary Christian leaders in my community, and I asked him, why do you bring trees into your houses of worship in Pentecost. And he explained to me, it is not religious ceremony. It is to beautify the the house, the sanctuary. And therefore the Shonam of Paskins, that would not be a, pre, a problem of Chukzegoyim based on the Ramah and the Marik and the Ram. The Masham Das Toira, Kuf Tzadik follows in his footsteps and the Masham quotes a tshuva in Rivash. Fascinating tshuva, kuf nun ches. Let me give you a drop of history, because it's so important that Talmud HaChomer know the background, and know these great personalities and their lives. The Rivash was a Talmud of the Ran, going back more than 600 years. Kol Halashon. And at the beginning of the Spanish Inquisition, the Rash fled Spain, I think he was in Mallorca, crossed the channel of Gibraltar, and arrived in northern Africa, Algier, Morocco, and that is when Toyota started to flourish in northern Africa. And the Rivash was asked about a minig that many Jews adhere to, the entire Shivas Yemei in the Shiva, every day they go out to the caver of the diseased, and the Rivash was asked, this is something the Muslims do. And we took it from them. Is there a problem? And the Rivash says, it is not ritual. It's not worship. Just about Kvayda Mason. Therefore, there is no problem of Darkei Huamayri. So we quoted many sources. If it's Mishim Kavoid, if it makes sense, if it's reasonable, then there is no Darkei Huamayri. Zichron Yehuda Menogam of Maramash Semekuf Nuntes, we find Maramash had the same opinion. And he was the greatest disciple of the Chsam Soifam. I'm an anical of the Maramash. So is it my interest to say he was the greatest disciple? How could I know that? No other God in the last few hundreds of years had so many Talmidim Mushu Gedolis Wala Rabbanai Kaulois. 
most of the Rabbonim in Hungary and many of those in Galicia, one generation after the Samsevo were his disciples, El Stamidim. It's not something I say. Drosh's Ksav Seifer, we have a Hespid on Maramash, and the Ksav Seifer says, he was first and foremost the greatest of my father's Talmidim. The Maramash, Zichran Yehuda, his Menogim, did not agree with the Gro. So as we see, many Gedolim are of the Minig found in Mogan Avram. It's Kvoid Beis Hashem. It's not ritual, and therefore we're not Choyshesh Ladar Kiremoyri. Hamas Peklir of the Hashem is the Sefer of Rav Avram ben Arambam, and he was asked about making a crown of roses and flowers to put on the Sefer Torah. In many cases, they do that up to this very day in Chagash voice. And the son of the Rambam writes a big yesoid. We do it, the Goyim do it. Who started? If we learn from them, that's a problem. If they learn from us, then we just do our thing. And we don't care that the Goyim do the same. 170 years ago, the Jewish world was in a huge struggle. Gezeres Halevush. In Russia and then in Poland, the authorities decreed that Jews could no longer wear their own special garb and they need to dress like, just like the Goyim. And there were two different opinions in Klan Yisrael. The Goyim said, quoted by the Chayodam, Yordea Pites. Number one, it's Bechukasem Lotolechu. Number two, Shazak Gzeira. Gzeira Shmad Yehereg Val Yavah. Chayodim was taken aback, and he says, I tried to convince the girl that he's too lechumre, but it didn't succeed. I wasn't successful. I wrote a kuntis on this topic, and I brought about 15 sources. But I'm just discussing it briefly. Chuvis Maramash, Maramash says, no, we do not need to go overboard. You don't, your mesiris nefesh is not required. Number one, he says, it's not because so many Jews already wear short garments. It's no longer considered minagagoyim, contrary to the Sefer Maspik Loiv Deshem of Rabbi Avram ben Aramba. And he also writes, their objective is not to tear us away from Torah. Interesting, it was an ayin toiva. May very well be that the main goal and objective was to tear us away from our Torah. But Maramashas, all they want is to develop a feeling of brotherhood between all the different groups and citizens living, to, living together in this country. And therefore, it would not be defined as Darker Emoira. Going back to the Asad we mentioned before, everything that has reasoning and sources, Bekisve Akoidish as well. Some of the more common in Hogim had a big hovering question mark. Kapores. The Machaber rejects the Minig and he says we should stop this. And the Ramah says, Minig Vasikim. Yesoidoi Baharari Kodish. Minig Yisrael Toyre. Chufas and Ashba. Alaf Shin Sadeke. The Rashba writes, Darke Wamoiri. Something we took from the Goyim. 
However, my opinion is, doesn't matter where it came from. What matters is here and now. Maybe it came from the Goyim. I know a lot of Goyim. I don't know one of them that does kaporas on a chicken, Erev Yom Kippur, or any other time. I just want to make an interesting comment. Most of the Christian holidays coincide with ours. And they copied a lot from Torah Seinu Love. Easter always falls, Pesach time, Pentecost, Shavuos time, Christmas, the beginning of the year, coinciding with Yom Emneroim, Lahavdul, Ben Kodesh Lachoyim. None of them copied Yom Kippur. It is only Eden that feel the need for Kivas, Rakema, for Tshuva. But anyway, coming back to our discussion. If they became part of what we do, and these menhogim are brought in our Torah Gdoisha and Roshoinim or Achroinim, that is no longer Bechukri Seyim Lotelechim. So I know some Goyim. I don't know anyone that does Kaporas. Definitely Yatevim Kippur. So it is no longer Menegoyim. At this stage, it's a Meneg Yisroel. Shuvis Chasam Soifo, Yoradea Kufnuntes, is a letter to Marat And the Marat asked the Chasam Soifo, what's the heter to shave your beard? It's Menegagoyim. Fascinating Shuva from the Chasam Soifo. Chasam Soifo writes, why do you think it's Menegagoyim? I dafka think we were the first ones to shave, and the Goyim learned from us. So that wouldn't be Dark Yamoyri. And even if it would be, that we learn from them still is not Darke Amoyri because it doesn't matter where it came from. Today, it's no longer Minigagoyim. And this is what we find in many different sources. Seems to be contrary to the Maspeklo of the Yashin. But this is a powerful Svara. So, regardless of where the Minig comes from in days of yore, if it's Nishtarish Bekerav Yisrael, it is no longer Darke Amoiri. Unless it is associated with Avaidazora and that has a totally different Mashmois. So most of the free world putting flowers on a caver is broadly accepted. Is that permissible? According to the sources we quoted today, And why not? It's not religious ritual. It has nothing to do with worship. It is once again an expression of our love and our grief after our loved ones who passed away. Moran Haravo Vadia, Yabia Oima, Chele Gimel Yoredeh Semachov Dalad, has a huge shuva. Every shuva is a huge shuva. And he quotes... Dozens of sources, I didn't count. Sometimes he quotes more than a hundred sources. At the end of the Tshuva, he writes, Yesh lehem According to the Ramah. If a minig is not a minig shtus, it's not a minig of a It is sensibly sound. 
then wouldn't be Bechukaseim Rotelechu. However, Rav Ovadia writes, we should try to explain Bedar Kenoim that it's not part of our tradition. It's not a Minigi and We should stay away from doing it. I think there is special sensitivity when it comes to a base chorus or a shul. That is my feeling. So anything that has basic reasoning makes sense. It's not a Vedizor. It's not Divrei Hevel. There is no but that's the opinion of the Ramah, and the Gro disagrees. And Bira Gro Kufayin Ches, and the Gro says, the Gro follows the footsteps of Tesis, while the Ramah and many other Poiskim go in the opinion of the Ran. Tesis doesn't differentiate whether it's sensible or not, practical or not. So the Gro Rishitosoy, even if something makes sense, but if it's Menegah going, we should reject it. And therefore, he rejected the Menegah bringing trees into Shur. Makes sense. Mughan of Rome says, she is Paralor Peris Willan. But the Gerol And the Ramor That is why the Ramor brings the Menegah of Shoytchem However, at the beginning of year, I already explained that I don't think the Goan has a problem with Asovim. I think his problem is only with Ilonois with bringing trees into shul, because that is directly what the goyim were doing. And this brings me to the very last Nakoda. Thousands of people, especially Hasidim, but not only Hasidim, at this stage, Klali Yisrael loves Gulas. And every day we have loose gulas and numen hagim. But this is not a numen, again, that's shlissel chala, making a chala in the shape of a key. It's gulalapanasa. And recently I saw that someone wrote and published an entire essay and article against this minig. And he said it's taken from the pagans and it's, it's not a Jewish minag. And I totally reject that approach. I think when a minig finds its way into the Sifrei HaKodesh of our Gedolim, it definitely can no longer be Darkin or Moiri. one of the great disciples of the Neumar Melech, writes there are various different reasons on this minig. So I think we should be very careful with our expressions. Minag Yisrael Torah, Hanach Lehem, and this is a minigisor. And just like I said about Kaporas, I know a lot of Goyim. I'm not aware that any of them makes a shlissel chala for Shabbos. So yes, this is a minigisor. Because it's not really important where this minig comes from 500 years ago, 1,000 years ago, or 2,000 years ago. What determines this aloha is the here. And the now. So we started off the year today with the meaning of Shavuos, Shoit Chamatzavim, and we touched many different sources, many different topics and subjects. So let me just share with you some some thoughts on Yom Kabbalah Satoira Bolayin Oratayim. 
ובגלל גדל שיהיה הקורא דמרר, שויית חמסובן, משום שמחס מאן תוירה, שמחס הרגל. How would that enhance our simcha? Well, sometimes what you see enhances your simcha. What you smell enhances your simcha. But why is this so important on Shavuos? I mentioned before, maybe because Shavuos doesn't have any specific mitzvahs. But I think Shavuos is more important than any other day to the stress. Simcha Satoira and Simcha Satoira. In many different ways. If it's flowers, let it be flowers. Cheesecake, blinches. As we learn in Sochim Samaches Omud Beis. Many times I told the story, and I hope I'll tell it many more times. I once visited my great Rebbe, the Kloyzim Ogerebe in Uni City, New Jersey. And he was very weak and feeble and ill. And as he walked in, he surprised me by asking a question, because usually he was the one that gave the answers, not the one that asked the questions. But he said, In Torah Hashem, in many different sources, Eretz Yisrael described Eretz Zavas Cholov putting Cholov before Dvash. So why is it that in Shir Hashirim, the Pesach says, Dvash v'cholov tachas l'shanech? Does Dvash come before Cholov or the other way around? I responded by saying as Chazal teaches the beginning of Chagigan the Rabbi said I want to hear what you have to say and I said yes I have a thought and this is what I said when it comes to actual Cholov and Dvash Shifcho Shaleretz of course Cholov comes before Dvash without Cholov this would be a barren world first of all it's hard to imagine Humankind, without Cholov. Without Dvash, we could get along perfectly. The biggest problem we would have is what to do with the apple. I trust that Gedalia's world with their creativity would find a solution. But when we're dealing with Torah, Dvash comes before Cholov. It is only if we are successful in conveying the message of Simchas HaToyrah to our children, do we stand a fair chance that they will follow in our footsteps? So Dvash V'cholov, Tachas L'Shoinech, is a reflection of Simchas HaToyrah. And Simchas HaToyrah is so important, so central, so fundamental, that I just can't abstain from talking about Simchas HaTorah, when we approach Shavuos. Dvash V'cholov Tachas L'Shoinech. As I explained, in Torah we need to put the Dvash before the Cholov. Dvash indicates the Masikas of Torah. Psuka Dvash V'noi V'sufim. Cholov indicates Omer HaTorah, Yagiyas HaTorah. Baruch HaSamach Gimel HaMed Beis. Maidach Siv, Ki Mitzcholov Yoytzichemo. And that is the highest level of Omel and Yegiyah. It is only if we are successful in conveying to our children Simchas and Simchas that we stand a chance 
that our children would want to follow in our footsteps. And that is why it is so important to put the Dvash before the Cholov. Shashua before Simcha Satayra. So as I said at the beginning of the Shia, these are difficult days and difficult times. From one Nesoyen to the other. So let us open the Schus of Talmud and the Tfilis of Rivavis Am Chubesisarm and the merit of all those that are moving to Yazizur in these most difficult times. We should be Zoychesh. Kodesh Bochu Yerachem Aleinu. Kodesh Bochu should send us Mashiach Zedkeinu. We should be Zoychesh to Binyam Beis Amigdash Bemheiro Viyomeinu. Amen. The Shir you've listened to was recorded and edited for you by Kol Halashon. You're invited to continue listening at any time to all the shiurim and drushos in all topics by all the rabbanim on Kol Halashon.